What's up, everybody? This is Adrian from Big Facts No Cap, the only podcast that's number one with couples that met online and people who do the crime but not the time. I'm here, as always, with my co-host, Paul. Let's get big factin'. Let's get no cappin'. Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap Alrighty, Paul. Uh, I'm, or am I even, Paul? You don't know because we're online, and that's lesson number one for this episode. Ooh, that's spooky. Uh, are we gonna have more than one um, Aesop uh, moral fable to this? Or I really, I think of myself more of uh, as a Confucianist, but uh, yeah, like Aesop, but without all of the whimsy and fun in animals. <laughs> I, I too see you that way. <laughs> I know so little about Confucius. Did he not have any like fables with like animals? He didn't have like one where the eagle meets like the young baby child and he grows to ride a stag and they converse. No, I don't think that's what his style was. I want to say his is more like, um, oh God, maybe this is when we get canceled for being kind of racist. I always assumed his style was more of like what influenced fortune cookie type uh, expressions. I think that's like a stereotype. I I, I think Confucianism is actually like something like, it's like a series of like rules to live your life by. A lot of them being like, kind of not something we would agree with nowadays because it's a bunch of stuff like don't question the power structure and oh, geez. always I thought respect it was... the king and stuff like that. <laughs> always respect a king go off king that's what confucius <laughs> said <laughs> um i think in school i was taught like a whitewashed version of it of it being just like a reciprocal altruism throughout society where like the whole basis of it was like take care of others and they'll take care of you and everything will be chill bro i, I feel like confucianism is probably <laughs> we are gonna so get canceled for this but i think it's well, probably closer uh, to, like... to, to philosophy cast <laughs> <laughs> by two people who don't know anything about history or philosophy <laughs> i think it's like closer to uh what was like that knight's code what is that called uh, like chivalry it almost seems like oh, yeah, how yeah. i've heard it described closer to chivalry like it's a set of rules you're supposed to live by i heard it was more like the bro code or the guy code oh uh, <laughs> the show or the uh uh both yeah the rules just... we all live our lives by yeah, the actual guy code, and then uh, MTV's guy code, where uh, Pete Davidson made his start. Is guy code America's version of Sharia law? <laughs> you have to imagine. Do you think that in uh, Middle Eastern countries, they're just really afraid that America's going to try and come in with their immigrants and enforce guy code law? <laughs> <laughs> there's parts. Of, there's part. Of, there's parts of Tehran you can't even go anymore because guy code is being enforced. <laughs> oh god yeah it's uh everyone's spray painting charlemagne the god quotes everywhere <laughs> it's a madhouse i would like to reiterate this podcast's strong stance that even when we reference charlemagne the god fuck him he sucks he's the worst uh terrible representation of the good people from monk's corner south carolina <laughs> the good folks of monk's corner well, <laughs> south carolina does not fuck with charlemagne the god neither do those uh Will Kim goons that beat him up in New York. Go watch that video. It's funny. Because... To uh, quote Mick Jenkins, I don't see nothing godly about Charlemagne. <laughs> that being said, when are we going on the breakfast club? <laughs> <laughs> you think he'll have us on after we've... Uh... Yeah, I mean, I do want to meet Angela Yee and, uh, and DJ Envy. Those are... <laughs> Charlemagne's shit, but the, the rest, basically my heroes. 
Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think we could, I think we could get on there. We have enough, like, uh, we talk about hip-hop enough to have a tangential connection. I think we need to get on Joe Rogan first. That's what I've been telling people. <laughs> it's like, that's the next step in our progression is once we can get on Rogan, people will start listening to us. <laughs> should we do an opposite? Because I feel like you should go to Joe Rogan and I should go to The Breakfast Club, even though we would both clearly do better on the other format. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's true. Um, yeah, people don't want to see us do well. I think we're going to get more traction from, you know, all all press is a uh, good press, you know? um anyways yeah what have you been up to this last week paul what have you been doing i'm currently right now as we're speaking and i don't know if i'll cut this because i'll feel embarrassed about mentioning it but i am in the process of being ghosted by a girl i really liked so that's a sad way to start <laughs> um <laughs> all right i mean relevant for today's episode but um yeah i'll just imagine she was she's ghosting me because she's actually like an 800 pound samoan man yeah and uh if there's one thing we know about paul's sexual appetite not a lot of it goes towards 800 pounds of Moen men. Whereas that's kind of my type. <laughs> I mean, I'm one of those people where like, I don't actually have a type, but I kind of have a type. You know what I mean, Paul? <laughs> I like myself a Samoan cookie. You know what I mean? I ain't got a type. Bad bitches is the only things that I like. You, you don't know that Ray Shremmerd song? The one they blew up on? Oh, it was a uh, Black Beatles? No, that was like two years after they blew up uh it's it's i ain't got it's no type by ray shremmerd but i can't remember how the hook the melody of it goes but it's uh i ain't got no type the type is a kind of me <laughs> and so he leaves like i ain't got no type but bad bitches is the only thing that i like i'm saying it's so much more like a children's song <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're singing like it's like a little lullaby <laughs> i can't remember at all how it actually goes i just remember the lyrics because they're so absurd because as Weirdly enough, Charlemagne the God, I remember, pointed this out in his interview with Ray Shremmerd. That is a type. <laughs> Bad bitches is clearly your type. Yeah, I'll say that. I mean, as much as uh, Charlemagne sucks, he's uh, he's really good at pressing people on their bullshit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, on the important questions, on the questions we yeah. need to hear. Like that, or what type of music uh, what type of music Kamala Harris listened to. And I about to say, yeah. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> and, uh, no, I thought it was Tupac ten years before he released music. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I think she said, like, oh, yeah, we used to get high and listen to Snoop Dogg and Tupac or something in college. Yeah. And first off, Kamala, no, you didn't. Stop lying <laughs> in such an obvious way. And she did inhale, my fellow kids. <laughs> I, she did make that joke, I think. I think yeah, Charles... Yeah, yeah, I know, yeah. <laughs> so you have an album called Black Ben Carson. You're fucking right. Which of these other black candidates would you name an album after? <laughs> Herman Cain, Kamala Harris, or Jesse Jackson? <laughs> I didn't include Obama because that's like too obvious, but like, yeah. Yeah, I'd probably go with Kamala Harris because I feel like she's like a cop. She's like a rap hating. She said she listened to Tupac when she was in college or whatever, but whatever that yeah, means. Yeah, but she is. locked up a bunch of niggas for weed and then like went on Breakfast Club and was like, yeah, I smoke weed. It's like, bitch, let the niggas out then. <laughs> um, yeah, and I remember right after Sway Lee was talking, after the bad bitches question, he responded in a way that I think was really effective where he said, Charlemagne, if you don't like bad bitches, you ain't black, my dude. <laughs> I do remember that. I do remember that. That's you ain't you ain't that. black, Jack. <laughs> you, you like Look at your Jack. <laughs> There's also, weirdly enough, like for all the really incredible freestyles that have happened on the Five Fingers of Death sway in the morning, I weirdly really enjoy the uh, Ray Schremmerd freestyle for the fact that 
obviously like it's not off the top and yeah. it's not like actually lyrically impressive uh for me the tyler the creator acapella freestyle on swing in the morning <laughs> still takes the cake for me uh one of the best one of like those pick me up videos that i've listened to whenever i like need a laugh <laughs> Yeah, it is weird. Sway, Five Fingers of Death is, like, also the same. Like, that is a pick-me-up, like, activity yeah. for me. I don't really, like, listen to Sway interviews at all anymore, but sometimes yeah. when you're feeling down, I'll, I'll, I'll search through some old ones. Um, do you want to do a little Adrian's Beer Corner real quick? Not only do I want to do it, I'm fascinated because today you poured it into a nice fancy glass and you have it in frame. Oh, yes, you're correct. So, um, I, uh, <laughs> I was at our local grocery outlet bargain market yesterday and found a uh little six piece uh craft beer set for your various different types of beer which i used to have in undergrad and i think i just didn't bring those glasses with me i've just been drinking like honestly a large part of my first two years of grad school has been defined by drinking beer out of my coffee mug so that's what that's the vibe i've been going for recently <laughs> uh in these last two years and i finally decided to up my game again uh, that's so funny because a... i'm drinking wine out of my coffee mug right now <laughs> Is it one of those like cool coffee mugs where when you pour your wine in, it transitions the uh, photo that's on it? Or... No, but it does have my name on it. Look, it says Paul, and it's oh, from it's... Uh, it's from Yosemite National Park. That's adorable. Oh no, it's from Yellowstone. Shout out to my friend Ellie, who I'm 100 percent sure does not listen to this podcast, but she got it for me when she went to Yellowstone over the summer like seven years ago. So today I am drinking Jack Rabbit's Hopra Cadabra Blood Orange IPA. Um, a couple things that I want to say about it: super drinkable. Of the types of fruits that people pair with beer, uh, blood orange and grapefruit are like two of my absolute favorites. I love like a good tartness. Um, this IPA, super drinkable, very delicious. And I think one thing that I kind of have ranted about before, uh, all IPAs kind of taste the same. And what I like about this one is that it's it's got it's got some uniqueness to it. So Jackrabbit, killing it every single time. Oh, I thought you were going to give us a nice... <sighs> After the sip. Oh, hold on. You got to remember, this is a podcast format. We really need to hear you drink a sip. That's a buena cerveza. All right. Um, I, I like the idea that this is like one of those movies where the actor has to take like a single bite of a burger, but they have so many takes <laughs> that by the like end of it, they're like fucking nauseous. And you just um, you have to sip so many of your beers for this podcast that you just like are I'm just drunk. shit faced by the first one, which actually isn't that far off from how we usually do this. Um, okay, so that's uh, that's Adrian's beer corner for today. Actually, we might do another one because I bought two four packs of different beers and a because I was really I think both of them are seasonal, so I wanted to make sure I got them while they were still here. So at one point, I might give you a quick review on the um, raspberry milk brown ale that I also got. I might open that one up as my second beer. Today, our topic is catfishing. Yes, indeed. Uh, Paul, you ever been catfished or just ghosted? <laughs> God damn it. Now we have to leave it. You can't keep referencing the fact that I was ghosted or we got to leave that in. <laughs> it's going to be like when you forced my, my hand for the bull, <laughs> for the, uh, bull bomb and the lectin. Um, no, I've never been catfished. Um, and I think it would be ridiculous, right? Like how... How long into a relationship do you not need to insist that you at least, like, have a phone call or a video chat? And if anybody's pretending their, like, their camera's broken for that long nowadays, I think that's a pretty clear, like, red flag. Um, I think that I, I have a very millennial mindset where, like, um, 99% of the time, if I can do text over a phone call or anything with actual, like, video and audio, I'd rather do that. So I could see myself... <laughs> 
other than the fact that I'm just not a very big like online person, um, I, I have some characteristics that would make me like uh, suitable for being catfished. <laughs> yeah, I guess this is a moment there. where I should apologize to a lot of my friends because I I know it's a stereo or it's like a it's like a meme online that people hate absolutely hate getting calls and i'm a big caller i would rather usually oh yeah paul does like to like i'll send him a text and he'll just call me up (laughs) as his response (laughs) um yeah and i do that to a lot of people so sorry if you're one of my friends that i do that to i I don't know why people hate calls so much i would almost always rather have a quick chat than like one hour back and forth over text but i know i think so almost everybody feels um, different (laughs) i think for me yeah maybe i overstated it because i think where I really feel it is like if I have the option to order a pizza online versus call and order in, that's something where like a hundred percent of the time I'd rather just do it online. But conversation wise, I'm kind of like, yeah, I actually do. I don't mind a good phone call. Actually, a big part of my day days in quarantine have been uh, regular phone calls to people in my life. Nice. Yeah. Uh, you know, even though we're further apart, I really feel like we're coming together. Yeah. If there's a silver lining to this whole pandemic, um, it's that Paul and Adrian got a little bit closer. um but yeah catfishing so have you ever been catfished i guess is the next question let me guess it was a literal catfish it was 100 catfish in a trench coat (laughs) uh that's too big paul i like big samoan men but not that big (laughs) um no um yeah i'm trying to think of anything like i think one time in middle school like a girl added me that was clearly a fake profile and it wasn't until like Hunter told me like, oh, that's obviously a fake person. Look, she has no other friends or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess it is. Uh, and that was about I think that's the closest I've ever been to getting catfish. So we got a lot of experience to draw on, as always. Uh, <laughs> I mean, is catfishing really super common or does it just take an overplaced? Does it take an oversized place in our mind just because of the shows and the media and how hilarious it is? When I almost want to say it's like a catfished. relic of the past, but I don't know. Do you think catfishing methods have actually gotten better? You think they're using like CGI? They're like deep fakes. Doing like deep fakes, yeah. You'd have to imagine that the technology to do it is much better now. People are just more savvy, but I don't know if that's actually true. Um, No clue. No clue, yeah. The real thing that put catfishing to bed was just the advent of like, there is no justifiable way to not have a camera on one of your devices that's functioning. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, everybody has or a cheap cell phone or has a friend with a cheap cell phone and the only way to you you have to come up with a real contrived reason to not be able to like at least snap a short video or to like have some sort of like small Hmm. picture conversation with somebody where you kind of are showing where you are and what you're doing um and then there's the other type of catfishing where you are a real person and this has more to do with my article but you basically lie about all your life details. I think a lot of people still mm. lie. Like, I'm pretty sure like 90% of men on Bumble are just married men or whatever. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you were going to say 90% of men on Bumble aren't actually six feet tall. <laughs> uh, okay, so as the alpha male of this podcast, I'm going to claim my rightful place as first article goer. I want to make it very clear to the listeners right now that Adrian did just get his hair dyed pink and he has an undercut that makes it a like, tiny poof on top of his head think butters from uh south park hey bro the uh pompadour with the dyed top is really in right now also i will say i was not shooting for pink i was shooting for uh lavender gray but my hair specialist uh i don't think he knows how to work with uh, latino hair as well, much as your hair is just really dark so you need to have it treated multiple times do you know nothing have like are you not spending any time on hair youtube 
On HairTube? On HairTube. Uh, no, I'm letting the wisdom of my roommate guide me since he's done this one many, many, many times. Um, well, he's so just yeah, foolish. I'm... Obviously, with dark hair, you can't go for a light color in one go. You got to do it multiple times. Oh, no. Yeah, we're doing uh, platinum uh, later this week. And then I have like a deep uh, purple conditioner that I've been using over the weeks. This is oh, okay. not information that people want. On the so, no, no. I think people care about your hair. Okay, so we're just also, I think, um, on the way to the final color. I'm going to link really quick to the Where Is My Hairbrush segment of VeggieTales, where uh, Larry the Cucumber laments about his hairbrush. And then at the end of the song, uh, the peach says, Larry, you're bald. Why do you need a hairbrush? <laughs> um, Paul, I'm not going to take my hair <laughs> tips and uh, critiques from you. <laughs> All right, let's let's take a break. Let's take a break. <laughs> we were on a break. <laughs> let's take a break while I recoup from that unjustifiable attack. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sorry, that was out of line. <laughs> <laughs> For that absolutely unacceptable, violent social attack you just displayed. Uh, let's cool off really quick with a quick review of the Raspberry Milk Brown Ale from Jackrabbit. Uh, just poured myself a glass. Wonderful. Uh, I know people are weird about, like, milk being mixed into beer. Uh, the lactose is just like, it's like a sugar that they add to beer that, like, makes it really smooth and kind of creamy. It's absolutely wonderful. Highly recommend Raspberry isn't one of my favorite fruits to put in beer, but it works excellent here. All right, Paul. So now that we've gone over uh, my alpha maleness and my uh, hair care routine, um, I'm going to introduce my article. Uh, we are continuing our streak of bringing in new articles every week, which I think is admirable that we've been able to do that for so long. Um, I guess there are like hundreds of uh, yeah. advice articles, but they're not all quality and like good enough to bring in. But this is Dr. Nerdlove, so... Um, he likes to very explicitly state in like every piece about him that he's not actually a doctor. So just going to put that out up top. He creates um, like in a way where he's afraid of legal trouble or in a way where it's like, I think it's just like a very sincere, like, I don't want to try and mislead people. Like he seems like a pretty okay. nice guy. Yeah. That's what <laughs> every time I open a can of Dr. Pepper right under the tab, there's this of, like, <laughs> not really, I'm not really a doctor. Uh, yeah. So Dr. Nerdlove, as you can kind of guess from the name, he's like a guy who tries to help geeky men mostly um, with their dating life. Um, interesting dude. So I read a whole article about him, uh, kind of like a textbook geek, really bad with women. Um, I think the story went that like at a wedding where some guy who was better with women, like got to hook up with a girl that he was going after he started looking into how to be better with women. So he went from being kind of an incel, like nice guy to apparently being kind of like a pickup artist because that's where he went to next. Yeah, I was going to then... say, is, is this guy sweet or is he a pickup artist? Is he like so, well, th so this is the progression of it. So he got his, the way that he describes it is he got some good tips from the pickup artistry stuff. But the inherent misogyny to all of it really did not vibe with him. And so he has this progression of going from like a nerdy incel nice guy to like a pickup artist kind of misogynist to eventually settling on like a very healthy understanding of like, uh, like most of his advice uh, kind of like um, centers around if you want to date people, become someone who's worth dating. And so like most of his advice is like based on like change your lifestyle and make yourself someone who's worth dating and, you know, build self-confidence along with that. Mm. So I think he's become like a very good person now. But yeah, so he like took, took very, a long like, way to get there. <laughs> the very meme like delete Facebook, hit the gym type stuff. Like, No, I don't even think like that. I think a lot of his advice is like lean into being a geek. People like that. Um, yeah. 
don't be so hard on yourself and like get, just get those you know, thick rimmed glasses and <laughs> yeah do the basic stuff like you know shower and stuff which is like unfortunately <laughs> like a big issue with like if you've ever been to an anime convention is they have to put up the signs that like with little like hot anime girls that are like i like men who use soap <laughs> uh so like because he's like aiming at very classic like <laughs> cave dwelling white nerdy boys he has to do stuff like that as well as like yeah you know work on your physical appearance and then learn to love yourself and become someone who's worth dating so okay hello happy pervert people of the internet welcome to ask dr nerd love the dating advice column that's instrument rated on the black red and blue lions i don't know what that means um this week we're talking about how to maybe that's like a DD reference or something there's a lot of facets of nerd culture that i don't know anything about uh you know paul and i being the jocks that we are the real <laughs> bros and dudes <laughs> that we are uh, i don't know nothing about this nerd shit um yeah okay Okay, here we go. Hi, Dr. Nerdlove. Around a month ago, I met a girl online. She was not local. She's in the UK. I'm in the US. But that has never really bothered me, and I love travel, and I have the means to do so. A little humble brag from him to start off. Um, We got talking on the dating site, and I have to tell you, I have not clicked with a woman like this. Well, ever. We have a ton in common and connected on even the most obscure things, like Disney songs and weird foods. You know. Those crazy obscure things like Disney songs and weird <laughs> foods. Uh, I don't know why I'm already attacking this a question asker. <laughs> oh my um, god, you love Let It Go and uh, and Brie. <laughs> <laughs> you love Let It Go and Bangers and Mash too. <laughs> um, okay, so we agree on religion, politics, and she was and she was the total personality package that I usually look for: sassy, strong-willed, but caring for those around her. Massive messages on the dating site turned into six-plus-hour instant messenger conversations, and I was shocked at not only how well we matched, but that she was also just as mutually interested. We were Wait, trading Adrian, pics- can you can you give me a date on the on the article because that's already the first big red flag if you're having six-hour chat convos and not just moving to video or audio. Very good point. This is uh, June seventeenth, twenty sixteen. Uh, yep, <laughs> already seems like somebody who, yeah. It does seem a little bit too recent for this. Um, So we were trading pics of our lives, talking about plans, and even joking about potential trips and seeing each other. There was an odd thing or two that seemed more relevant in hindsight. First off, her profile did not have a picture. I usually never message people like that, but something was so intriguing about her that I jumped in anyway. After about a week or two of chatting, I pushed her on it. I mentioned my social media accounts for trading recipes that we had been talking about and asked why she didn't have a picture. She told me that she had been stalked by a creepy guy from online dating before, and he had used her social media to track her down. Because of this, she said she no longer posted pics and deleted all of her social media. She sent me a pic, and her story added up, so I took her word for it. So she also had a different name on her dating profile compared to the messenger service we switched to. <laughs> which oh, she come claimed... on. Come on. This person <laughs> wants to believe. You can't be that. <laughs> you can't... Um, I like how you said, like, uh, I want to believe is it like it, it like it parallels people who want to believe so hard in certain conspiracy theories that there's like any evidence that's against what is probably true. I'm going to ignore. Um, so it had a different name and she claimed it was just her middle name that she and her family used. Um, also, despite me sending an occasional video message, she claimed that I would judge her for her accent and would not send me one of her own. <laughs> Now, I've had some bad online dating experiences, so I sympathized with her, but decided to keep my eyes open for anything else. After another few days of massive conversations, I asked her to Skype. She was down, and we set a time and date. 
Time comes and she is messaging me on her way home before we Skype and then disappears. I hop back and forth between did something bad happen to her or has this all just been a lie, then decide to just sleep on it. The next morning she apologized profusely and claimed her sister is in the hospital. Yeah, possible convenient lie, but I pushed her on it and she had way too much backstory and specifics for it to have not been at least mostly true, so I believed her. We chatted even more than usual over the next few days and she even promised that her hate for her own accent would not prevent a Skype session. Another few days later, mid two hour chat, she mentions, so what? Oh God, this person's so bad at writing. Another few days later, mid two hour chat, she mentions. What is this? Your thesis? <laughs> Ayo. <laughs> <laughs> Another few days later, mid two hour chat, she mentions, so why? So I say, why not now? Okay, I'm just gonna start editing this person stuff. Okay, another few. Okay, a few days later during a mid chat, uh, I asked to Skype with her. At that moment, she says she needs 30 minutes for her hair to dry, and we sit there chatting about how funny it will be to finally Skype and other random stuff. Until mid conversation, she disappears. When the world needed her most, she vanished. Paul, I sit there for 30 minutes. Oh, her hair is just taking longer. An hour. Maybe she's having computer trouble. Two hours, and then the pain hits. Either something more dramatic has happened, or this wonderful person whose personality was so amazing was gaming me. I figure I'll get some apology the next morning, but a few days later, nothing. I sent a follow-up message that was never read, and she had deleted her dating site account. Nearly two weeks later, and with no contact or word on the subject, I wanted answers. Part of me was worried that something bad had happened to her. She told me that her sister had taken a turn for the worse. But the majority of me was broken into 37 and a half pieces, figuring out that either she had just moved on without any word, or I was catfished. I wanted to know what had happened to her sister and make sure that she was okay, and I wanted to know if I had been scammed, and if I had, I wanted some closure. So I did some digging. She had given me little to go on in terms of personal info, but I'm really good at the internet. A few bad experiences from my friends in online dating have given me practice. <laughs> what I found was something I never prepared for, and hurts even more than what I was ready to face. Paul, Love how do you it. feel about his internet sleuthing skills? <laughs> I'm, yeah, this guy sounds like a real top-notch hacker. Was it somebody he knew? Is that the twist? Um, I like the idea that anyone who's really good at this would not say, but I'm good at the internet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, what I found was something I was never prepared for and hurts even more than I was ready to face. Found the social media she said she did not have. She's real. Her sister is alive. All the same hobbies and interests. And she's in and has, since long before we started talking, a long-term relationship. Yeah, that's that's one of the types of catfishing I mentioned. It's a real person who's just lying about their relationship status. Yeah, what I love about this one is that it was just so, it felt like it was gearing so hard towards she was fake. Because, yeah. like, what, is she always around her boyfriend? She can't, like, <laughs> go away for 30 minutes to Skype and just, like, prove that she's real for a sec? <laughs> um anyways so just to be clear her dating profile claimed she was single and looking to date monogamously i even spent a good 15 minutes replying to messages through my head just to confirm that she was really as flirty with me as i had thought but yeah a half hour of internal reasoning fights and disbelief and i later realized i was close to the internet dating equivalent of the other man i'm at a loss the i'm, feeling I'm she showed... really wondering yeah before we get into this last paragraph what why is he writing i want to know what he ends up asking because it's like why are you Unless you're asking, how do I get over this emotionally? That's the only question you can ask an advice columnist, because otherwise, what is he, is his question going to be, should I be, like, should I out her to her boyfriend? Yeah, that's a very good, that's a good point. Uh, I, I actually don't even remember what the question is. But, I, yeah, I'm interested to see, like, how he parries this into a question, and uh, is it just going to be about, like, how do I heal, or is it going to be about, like, he actually wants to take some sort of actionable step? Yeah, maybe he's asking, how do I split them up? 
I'm curious. Uh, okay, so the feelings she showed seemed to be so real, and I fell for them, and I felt the same. I have no way of knowing if they were on a break. They were on a break. Just like me and Paul. <laughs> Uh, and my Skype interest pushed her back to him. If this was all just some sick game for kicks while she was bored of her boyfriend. If she got caught by her boyfriend and was told to cut off all contact or one of the other millions of options. So I'm at a loss on a few things, Dr. Nerdlove. First off, how in the heck am I supposed to process this? It's not like there was ever anything official between us, but we were both flirting, acting, and talking in a way that made it clear we were interested in something coming of it. I don't let my heart into anything like this easily, but it, it fell right into this one, and I kind of feel pathetic for how much it's hurting me. I can deal with rejection or a lack of interest, but being someone's play toy or temporary holdover when I really valued them hurts a bit deeper. Most of all, do I call her out on this via social media or tell her boyfriend? I'm not the revenge type, but I'm hurt by how this all went down and feel that her boyfriend has the right to know. Appreciate your work. God bless. And keep on being awesome. Dazed and confused. Okay, well, obviously, obviously don't, don't, don't try to tell her boyfriend. You don't need to go pull a bitch's weave out. Like, you, this ain't Riverdale. Yeah, you're good just, like, leaving this behind in your life, like. I don't know, man. If, if part of his idea is, like, get them broken up, step one would be create a fake account to let him know and, like, tip him off, and then. You're right. Uh, uh, we, we should go Machiavelli again. But first, I just want to say one thing, which is, based off my expertise from having watched many episodes of MTV's Catfished, I'm not certain that it's actually the girl he found. One of the one of the major things that show has taught me is that a lot of catfishers are family members of somebody more attractive and who they look up to, and they use that person likeness in their profiles to catfish people. Is is I had no idea. That's crazy. Is the sister ugly? Because if the sister is ugly, or she has like some sort of close family member. Mm. That person could be living vicariously through them, pretending to be them as, as like their, I don't know how how they're kind of like what they do online to get like emotional attention and feel good about themselves. So wait, where does that leave them in terms of advice? Is that what I don't I'm know. Saying? I just wanted like... to mention that possibility because they were still yeah. acting so sketchy that that seems completely possible. Like why? Would I think you... you're right. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was saying. Right, we're like it's it's almost hard to believe that it's the real person but for some reason the fact that they were in a relationship meant that they couldn't do the bare minimum to prove that they were real mm-hmm. and i could see this person this internet expert and their sleuthing skills maybe he didn't realize <laughs> that he was uh searching for the wrong person yeah but you do find out it's them it's definitely the girl that you got a picture of Okay, yeah, yeah, I think Adrian's right. I changed my mind. You gotta break them up and you gotta get with her. If she knows it was you that broke them up, she's not gonna get with you, so you can't That's just what I'm saying, you gotta do boyfriend. anonymous. You gotta create an anonymous account. Yeah. But even then, like, if the boyfriend breaks up with her because she's been talking, because she's been messing around online, she'll still backtrace it to you, most likely. But pyaw, 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 pyaw. She doesn't know that he knows that she has a boyfriend. Oh, so what's the uh, what's the situation? Why would he have a reason to message the boyfriend? No, no, no. He can still make a fake account, and okay. he is not the most likely suspect because she doesn't know that he knows that she doesn't know. <laughs> I'm so confused. What do I know in this situation? Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> like nothing, Paul. Um, so as long as he doesn't put out the information. Now we're going to do like game theory shit where like she doesn't have the information that he knows that she's in a relationship. So he can still come off as innocent if someone ends up leaking it to her. But when they're both prisoners, does the warden know or does the warden not know? (laughs) 
in this dilemma, <laughs> if if you will, in this uh, dilemma. Uh, I think what they have to do is both not pick the prize. That way they split it evenly. <laughs> but you have to tell them that you're definitely going to take the prize. That way they try not to split it. That way you, you say both you're going to take the it. prize, but give them half after. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. I don't know where we were. I was genuinely confused by what you were saying. <laughs> Wait, you got to, you got to the point though, right? He no, I I I still didn't really get what your idea was. But because of his internet sleuthing, he he she does not have the information that he no, knows yeah. she has a boyfriend. But how will he tip off the boyfriend without her just immediately assuming, oh, it was that guy I was talking to? She can't automatically assume, so he can still feign innocence. Wait, you're, and you're you can saying also he's going to argue with her about a technicality? Like, technically, you have no proof that it was I. Like, he's going to well, break no, out, like, Reddit yeah, ACs of make, arguments. Like, no, he's don't make, like, like, a rhetorical <laughs> argument. Just actually act as if you're surprised okay. that something happened. <laughs> <laughs> don't immediately start giving out postulates about what the information that he, you have just is. immediately like, oh, well, prove that there isn't a spaghetti monster in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and I guess you can also maybe hope that, uh, or maybe don't hope, but maybe she's also doing this with other men too. So there's like a slew of people who could have done this. Um, yeah. Um, seven exes that he has to fight. Yeah. That type of <laughs> yeah. Thing. So I think what Michael Sarah should do is since apparently he's this big wig with all this money to travel all the time, uh, is he should, uh, he should, yeah. Pay someone to, um, pay someone in the UK to like, uh, I, I think the more I think about it, it's definitely somebody who's like one of her friends or her sister using her as a as an avatar. Hmm. Paul, who in your life would you use as an avatar if you were going to do this? Oh, you, Adrian. Oh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm flattered, but you got to pick someone over six feet if you're trying to do online dating, dude. <laughs> oh, who would I pick? So, yeah. Do we have advice for this person about what, what they should do? Are we going to go on the vengeful track? Yeah, yeah, for sure. He needs to, uh... I think uh, even if it doesn't succeed for you and they she doesn't want to be with you afterwards, at least you got your revenge. <laughs> at least you'll feel better once you've ruined her relationship. In yeah. all honesty, I'll, real advice, fucking drop it. Who cares? Like, move on. So, no, you're right. Machiavellian is better for this situation because... You, you gotta you gotta have them split up covertly so then she's just available and who's she gonna run to the emotional support she's been using for all those months anyway yeah but you do have to make sure you're available because she might not message you back at this point because it's been too weird after she catfished you mm -hmm, <laughs> um, mm -hmm. and then dumped you and ghosted you so you you have to you have to after you break them up, you have to make sure you have like some excuse to randomly message her, like, "Hey, just I've been been really thinking about you lately. I don't know why. I just think we had something special. I'd really like to reconnect, like the night after." That's really strong. I would go with like, "Hey, I've been watching Great British Bake Off, and I wanted to know if like that's an accurate reflection of your culture." <laughs> I think that's exactly why. Uh, why <laughs> I think that attitude is something I would actually go with, and it's indicative <laughs> of why I don't do well with women. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's why uh you well. text her you're like hey i was watching casper the friendly ghost and i uh thought of you <laughs> just wondering what <laughs> what's going on <laughs> what are you up to these days i was watching game of thrones and that's basically britain so i was thinking about you <laughs> <laughs> um i was watching the female reboot of the ghostbusters which i actually liked better than the original anyways i was wondering what you thought of it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't have any real advice for this guy other than, like, just drop it. 
find a good find a good u.s girl to date why is it that you're going overseas when we got the best women in the world in this country in this great nation of ours do we i don't i don't i don't think that's true <laughs> how many times has america won miss universe jamie <laughs> look it up <laughs> jamie let's get the up. stats on this <laughs> Pull that up, but first Google Ape Fights Alligator Safari. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay, let's go ahead and hear the answer. Yeah, really quickly, I am going to pull up this stat, though. (laughs) Wait, the stat for what? How many times America has won Miss Universe? (laughs) Oh, I thought every time. I thought Miss Universe was an America thing. Bro, do you know what universe means? (laughs) Oh, no, the- okay. Okay, yeah, you're right. It is a yeah. I was talking about Miss America. <laughs> to be fair, it's clearly not the universe. I mean, I think even Futurama has done that joke where it's like, oh no, I think we allow like, anybody to submit, right? If they don't want to join, that's yeah. That's but on we them. haven't publicized it widely. Like, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> well, how many posters are we supposed to put up? <laughs> I think I think there's not nearly a fair shot for anybody from the universe to be in it. I think we could confidently say maybe we know of anybody in the galaxy. We don't confidently know about the universe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's only a uh, small segment of it that's even fucking observable to us. Paul, this is an issue of equitability of access, not of outcome, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and there isn't an equitability of access. There's only access for one observable part of this fucking universe. Light hasn't even had time to travel to the other parts um okay let's do a real quick do you want to know who won the first miss universe or can you guess the country of the person who won first miss universe ecuador finland oh i should have guessed it with a white country for like the first 80 years uh peru won it in the sixth iteration yeah but and then colombia right after it was it was probably white south americans not indigenous south americans probably peru has those high andes people with the with the light skin uh lebanon won in 1971 obviously um not a lot of guatemala on this list (laughs) that makes sense so greatest number of titles by country united states is at the top with eight venezuela with seven right behind really interesting so let's read this answer uh we've gotten into a lot of non sequiturs over here um all right so here's the answer uh i hate to tell you this dazed and confused you weren't the other man. There was no sister. There is no boyfriend. There was no lovely lass in the UK who'd been slowly falling for you. You've been catfished. Your feelings may have been real, but the person you felt them for doesn't actually exist. Someone decided it was fun to play around with a stranger's emotions, and well, you happen to be the person to fall for it. Strong intro from Dr. Nerdlove. Damn. So they're going with my take, which is yeah. like somebody well, else. Well, he's saying this person doesn't profile. even exist, right? So it's not even someone using her profile. Well, obviously, like, it's not a bot. Well, I mean, he's They're saying that, there's no like... sister, there's no boyfriend. Like, this person doesn't, literally doesn't exist. Oh, he thinks they made a fake profile, but yeah. then used another yeah. fake one without a picture? Let's, let's, hey, let's, that let's, let's, let's hear him out. Um, let's, let's put him into the marketplace of ideas. But, I've, but I'm going to have to be honest, DNC. You did a lot of the work yourself. This was not a particularly elaborate hoax. There were enough red flags flying around this person <laughs> to host the 2008 Olympics. Uh, the First and foremost is that this was someone on a dating site without a profile photo. This is 2016, not an AOL chat room in 1996. Nobody who's serious about online dating has a profile without a photo attached. Even anonymous Craigslist hookups will post something. A torso. Abs. 
ass something. Oh, I could I could spend all day <laughs> listening to him name body parts. No <laughs> post something. A torso. Abs. A leg. A fingy. <laughs> Ankle. A tongue. They'll, uh, They're glassing. An ankle with makeup over it so you don't realize it's Count Olaf. <laughs> uh, so that right there is red flag number one. Um, that being said, a photo or even a series of photos doesn't guarantee that this person is actually the person you're talking to. There have been plenty of catfishers, fake Twitter accounts, even bogus Facebook accounts that simply stole someone else's pics. Sometimes they'll use a less famous model or celebrity. Other times they'll just borrow from someone else's Instagram account. Hell, on occasions, folks have just used stock photos of images like George Costanza putting a photo of a model in his wallet. This is why Google reverse image search and the search Google for image option in Chrome is your friend. It can help you determine just who's actually in that photo you're looking at. But let us say that you did your due diligence and were reasonably convinced that this photo was of an actual person. The fact that you only ever had a still photo and that she would never Skype, FaceTime, or send a video is another very big clue about the fact that this was never real. Unless they'd roped another person in to play the role, it'd be an immediate giveaway that this was all a giant put on. But let's bring it to now. You found her social media profile, you've caught her out on all these lies, and you're feeling pissed. What now? Now, you let it go. Let it go. Can't hold it back anymore. You you loved well, but not wisely. You had your heart stamped on, and now the thing to do is to take a little time to recover and move on. Holding on to this pain and anger isn't going to do anything but hurt you and make you bitter. I realize that you've been wronged. I totally understand wanting to say something, to call her out in her lies and deceptive ways, to make sure she's punished for what she's done. However, that's your ego talking. You want to get her back because this person has insulted you on a deep and fundamental level. It's a lovely fantasy, but in practice, it's simply not a good idea. Let's assume for the sake of argument that it is her and that she was indeed the guilty party behind this. What exactly are you expecting to happen? Her boyfriend has no reason to believe a total stranger that tells him she was cheating on him, especially since this never went beyond flirting. If you have no social circle overlap, then it's not as though her friends are going to notice. Are you going to feel better in your attempt to get instant karma that goes over like a wet fart in a hurricane. I understand your frustration. I totally understand your anger. I've been where you are and I can tell you from personal experience, there's nothing to be done here. You were wronged. It hurt. It's embarrassing. But holding on to this and hoping that, hoping to be an agent of karma isn't going to make you feel better or get back the time that you spent on her. The best thing you can do for yourself is just accept that this happened, that it sucked, and learn from it. Forgive yourself for being a human being, for wanting to believe that someone you cared about is real and that you have been fooled. Then take this experience and learn from it. Now you'll know what to look for next time someone tries to pull the wool over your eyes. Good luck. I refuse to learn from any experience. What this person's? What a crock of shit from Doctor Nerd. That's some cuck advice. (laughs) (laughs) That was all perfectly good advice. Um, I don't know. Did you have a strong feeling about that, Adrian? I think he was a little bit less on the revenge. Um, He had like a real like. I don't think we hit any of the I think we hit all the same points. <laughs> what? He said, let it go. What and that, like, point? it's probably either it's not really her okay. or it's someone close to her. Or even if it's fake, it doesn't really matter. All right. Well, hopefully, if you don't mind, Adrian, and you have nothing left to say, hopefully there'll be uh, more to get into in the next column. And I think in the next column, it's the for the column I've brought in today, I've brought in a column by a real enemy of enemy of the uh 20th century a real enemy of the 21st century a real cultural boogeyman hey, John a real Krasinski spooky loves- column so if you want to be a real gym you should really like this column <laughs>
This is, uh, this, <laughs> yeah, if you're a boomer or you're John Krasinski, maybe, uh, maybe your take will be like, oh, why are Paul and Adrian being mean to the CIA? And, <laughs> and there's the big drop. We are doing a CIA column. That's the drop. Yeah, we're doing an advice column by the CIA. So the CIA, Adrian, invented a fake special agent called Molly. And they Wait, a catfish agent. <laughs> what do you mean a catfish agent? This ain't a real agent. I've been talking to her on Tinder for like the last month. <laughs> that is funny because yes, they've they've catfished, they've created a fake agent, and then they discuss catfishing in the article. So it is a double catfish. But they've mm-hmm. created a fake agent called Ask Molly, and they have people ask her questions under the hashtag Ask Molly Hale, and I don't know. It's so funny to me. The only uh. I found a, I've found a few other brand advice columns. I think the second funniest is Ask the Ritas by Lima Rita by Bud Light. Bud Light Lima Ritas? <laughs> yeah. You That's can, awesome. You can, you can ask the Ritas. They, they created a series of characters where three retirement-aged women called Rita. All of them are called Rita. And you can ask them questions and they give you sassy answers. So it's like answers. the Lima Rita, the Strawberita, and the whatever. No, they're all Rita. the Lima Ritas, but they're all Rita. Oh, okay. Interesting. And they all give you, and they just give you sassy answers. Um, it is one of those things where they announced it and seemingly I can't find actually a single example of anybody asking or having a question answered. Mm. Uh, the funny thing is, though, it was one of those things that was very clearly invented by, like, recent marketing grads trying to be a mm-hmm. little too clever by half because because the only when you when you search the hashtag on twitter it's all a bunch of like 20 to 30 year old marketing uh marketing uh graduates basically going oh my god love this idea so clever and fun like it's just people who are clearly trying to network and socialize with other marketing experts talking about mm-hmm. how awesome the lima Rita's hashtag Rita's campaign is <laughs> It ain't no Wendy's Twitter, I'll tell you that. Yeah, no, it didn't actually at all succeed in uh, penetrating the mainstream, but it's a bunch of marketing people self-congratulating themselves over how good the campaign is. Mm. Um, And so that's the second best, uh, that's the second best branded advice column after the CIA's Ask Molly. The CIA is paying to, is paying to black bag Arabs who own Casios and torture them for years with, without giving them a court date. And also, they're paying 23-year-old marketing students to come up with fun, quirky ideas for the agency, <laughs> how, to, how, to, how to get their brand out there. I love that those are the two jobs at the CIA. Yeah, I like that um, that's their job, and they haven't done nearly as well as the FBI guy who came up with female body inspector. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, shout out to that guy. He's a genius. <laughs> Oh, that's a marketing genius right there, dude. So this one is is Ask Molly, but weirdly enough, it starts with Dear Molly to the question answer. Uh, for context, this one's from fe- February 14th, 2019. Dear Molly, I met someone on an online dating site who says he's a CIA officer, but I don't know if he's telling me the truth. The more we talk, the more things don't match up. He said that because he works for the CIA, I had to do a background check or else he couldn't talk to me. How do I know this person is really in the CIA, and if his email is legitimate? Is it safe to submit my personal information? End of question. And signed, Plenty of Fish. Oh boy. 
And on what dating site do you send emails to people? Okay, Cupid, I would assume. I don't know. Like, I guess eHarmony? I like, guess she meant messages, but like, what a weird, why, what a weird thing to say. Well, <laughs> this person's living in a child's brain because presumably <laughs> they asked this on social media. So their tactic was literally when this person said they're in the CIA, they went on Facebook or Twitter, searched CIA, and then literally just went, is my boyfriend really secret agent? <laughs> <laughs> is it actually a secret agent Cody Banks that I'm talking to? <laughs> um, how crazy is it that they need to submit a form just to be able to talk to them over a dating app? Like, they haven't even, like, met in person yet. Like, it's so obviously fake. I know. It really got me because it's just, like, this person is clearly literate, so they have an IQ above, like, yeah, 80. Yeah. We know that. I should have brought in... But... Um, I should have brought in one like an advice column from like the Association of Nigerian Princes and uh, <laughs> a catfishing column from one of their advice columns. That's what it feels like. It's just this person is like, yeah, they found the CIA on social media and they were just like, is my boyfriend CIA? Um, so I'm going to give this man the benefit of the doubt and say that. So I have pulled up here a list of all the things that use the acronym CIA. <laughs> So, number one with a bullet, Central Intelligence Agency. Okay. In parentheses, U.S. government. Um, Certified Internal Auditor. Culinary Institute of America. Cleveland Institute of Art. (laughs) Chicks in Action. Confederazione Italiana Agriatotole. I don't think I said that one right at all. Uh, Compassion in Action. Church in Aurora. City Initiative of Osberg in Osberg, Germany. Chemical Industry Archives. I don't know who's using this one. Christmas in April. <laughs> I don't know if that's a company <laughs> or if that's a hashtag. Uh, it's also the three-letter um, code for the uh, Rome, uh, Italy airport. Uh, carry It Anywhere. The Taurus International Firearms Association <laughs> for Open Carry. Um cosmic intelligence agency uh and let's let's do like a couple more customer interaction agent and the cobb institute of archaeology and that's just some of the uh which ones of those would justify asking for a background check because that's the funniest part to me that this guy's like can i have your social security number (laughs) i think maybe a chemo taxes induced aggression cost impact analysis I, Mm. i need i need your information for a cia um do you think this guy is do you think this guy is like a nigerian prince scammer is he like is this is this dude a third it's like a way to get people's information yeah trying to scam this person or do you think it's a weird freak in the u.s trying to like act interesting it could be someone very sincerely messaging her from the circumcision information australia campaign Is that like the number you call when you need to know whether or not you should circumcise your child? Dude, I don't know what those Australians are doing, dude. Uh, are Australians that like Americans or are they like Europeans? Are they or are they not circumcised? Usually? You know what's weird is that that's like a conversation that's happened way too many times in our lab meetings with when my advisor isn't around. <laughs> Whatever, uh, we're hanging out as a lab. It's been multiple times that we've had conversations about who in our group is or isn't circumcised, mostly driven by a woman in our group who wants to know for some reason. Do you think she has like a... a a fetish for the extra no i think it's like uh she thinks it's a funny icebreaker for the turtleneck yeah sure so she's kept a tally of that uh it really seems like that's gonna very clearly just break down along like immigrant and non-immigrant lines 
at least in the u.s yeah it's true because like, we do have a very worldly lapse like you know we got australians and canadians and guatemalans and african-americans and regular white dudes from like different protestant or catholic uh flavors flavors <laughs> <laughs> How did we get on circumcision? Oh yeah, circumcision. <laughs> Information Australia. Australia. <laughs> oh yeah. So I don't know. Like, what, what do we do? We want to give any legitimate advice? I say shoot back with I'm FBI, and so I have jurisdiction in the U.S. So you have to send me a background <laughs> check. Uh, you think you're in charge? I'll take it over from here. I'm FBI. <laughs> <laughs> shoot back with. This was the only way it was safe for me to get in contact with you. Your next mission <laughs> is Ukraine. <laughs> Um, I wonder if you could start with, this is a hard one to decipher because it's her language that it's CIA officer, but if that's what he said specifically, you could almost start with like, is officer even a position in the CIA? <laughs> like if he like text you, he's oh. like, I'm an admiral in the CIA. <laughs> uh, well, in the FBI, it certainly I is. I thought it was agent, it right? In the CIA. Oh yeah. yeah. I, that doesn't well, seem like the language of the I CIA. I have no idea. I hope the answer is he's definitely legit. Send him your info. I hope the answer is uh, this is a question that actually needs to be answered by our premium advice column. Please send your bank account information to us and we'll get back to you with the answer. <laughs> I love how you meant like you characterize this person as just being like a fantasy land person. It's just like like, you know, 100 percent she is she or he are already uh, bragging to their friends that they're dating someone in the CIA. <laughs> I also love that you talk about it as if they're dating. And that's definitely the language that they use. We're like, they've messaged twice on this uh, Plenty of Fish. And she's like, I have a boyfriend and he's an agent man. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to jump into the answer or do we want to mock the CIA a little bit more? Honestly, she'd be better off with this person not being at the CIA. Isn't that the better option? Nah, man, that clout that clout you think being a cia wife is cool what part of america would that would that really bring you clout in like just like a in like southern circles or do they even care that much about international politics for like southern people to care about the cia like who's actually pro cia i think people generally like children think the cia is cool because mm. they're like tier one operators like cia agents are like spies yeah, yeah. But I think any adult should probably realize the CIA is not good. Well, no, that's not true because because I remember watching Zero Dark Thirty and my roommate and my freshman year randomly assigned roommate in college was very pro torture. Mm. So I guess there are some people out there who are really psyched about us finding, bagging up, and torturing every foreigner with uh with a family member who who owns an AK forty seven or whatever. I don't know. Did you did you ever read that like some of the people we had in guantanamo were just arabs who owned a casio that had radio technology and they were like oh you, people with casios for radios are using those to blow up uh, I, uh remote explosives no i did not know that that was the justification for Jesus. some people we had in guantanamo i'll cut that out that's too dark <laughs> but that is not uh harold and kumar escape from guantanamo bay which is uh <laughs> my preferred way of uh <laughs> learning about that <laughs> of perceiving guantanamo bay and then Kumar proceeded to work for an administration that left it open. Oh boy. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Anything that you say that's anti-Obama is pro-Trump, right? Vouch, don't come for me. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, I don't know if there's anything else I really want to say about this. I guess other than um, what a hilarious world we live in where this is something we can read and comment on. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Ask Molly, the cartoon character that the CIA invented. Which is kind of just a black and white Carmen Sandiego ripoff. 
yeah, no, they did not put a lot of work into this. Um, I'm sure, despite the joke I made about like soulless graphic design majors graduating and then going to work for the CIA, I'm sure they actually have a pretty hard time hiring talented people mm. uh, for marketing and graphic design positions. But their answer is, dear plenty of fish, and to all the lonely hearts out there, it's almost Valentine's Day. If you, like many Americans, are looking for love online, be careful. Please do not give out personal information to anyone on a dating site claiming to be CIA officer. Best case, they have an overblown ego and bad judgment. Worst case, it's a scam designed to steal your financial information. Don't take the bait. Unfortunately, our security officers have been hearing more frequently about this particular con. It's a type of phishing scam. These con artists go onto dating sites and chat up potential victims, pretending to look for love or a date. He or she weaves a sorry tale. I like I like the or she like they're like we're going to be gender we're going to be we're going to be gender inclusive about who can commit crimes and cons like people are going to be offended. <laughs> they did it. I mean that's basically she. what I did when I was answering the question too. <laughs> he or she weaves a sorry tale about being a super secret CIA officer working on a dangerous mission overseas and then drops the devastating news. She, he will no longer be able to communicate with you unless you submit a CIA background investigation or he needs to designate you as a beneficiary in case he dies on a super secret mission. Who's falling for that one? Like, Jesus, there's no (laughs) one closer to him than you? Or some other compelling but fake reason why he needs your personal information. Don't fall for it. We may be one of the world's most secretive and mysterious workplaces, but the CIA will never solicit information from you in this way. If you or anyone you know has been a victim of the scam or you come across someone impersonating a CIA officer, please contact your local law enforcement agency or the FBI. Way to pawn off responsibility. We don't want to hear about this shit. Get get in touch with the other three-letter organization. Oh boy, I just opened the link and it's, it takes you to the uh, submit a tip website for the FBI. Do you want to submit a tip? Yeah, I'm going to send one about you, Paul. Do you want to submit a tip to the FBI to listen to Big Fat Snowcap? <laughs> I think that's a good tip. Hey, tip, a little lemon juice will get those stains right out of a t-shirt. <laughs> and submit to FBI website. A word to the wise, if it seems fishy, it's probably fishing. Signed, Molly. Oh boy. Reading this makes me imagine a really lonely CIA officer in Belarus just trying to find love <laughs> and constantly just people are searching this dear dear Molly article and they're like not believing he's CIA and it's and he just he's so lonely now. Why would he ask for verification like that though? <laughs> Why would he create those barriers for himself? Because maybe he's been hurt before and he wants to make sure he's not being catfished. Mm, that's true, that's true. She needs to send like a lock of hair to make sure that she hasn't done drugs in the last 18 years. Yeah, their advice was very much, I think, what we would expect, that it's a scam. It uh, it covered every point, which is, obviously, this person is not really in the CIA. I like that. It, it is funny that apparently this is happening frequently now and somehow they're hearing about it. It took them a while to get to the point where they were like, just so you know, that's not a thing. <laughs> no one from the CIA will ever <laughs> ask you for that information. Like, just open with that. Like. <laughs> It is kind of back to what I said about them being like a child's mind that they would think that this was a real possibility. <laughs> and they talk to her in such a respectful tone when obviously the real answer should be like, the fuck? No. <laughs> like, are you kidding me? But that's exactly what Dude, the CIA would say, Paul. Yeah. So, so ask Molly what a good time 
the people working across the hall from you are are instigating right-wing revolutions in South America, but you get to draw a pretty little picture of a woman <laughs> with <laughs> with an overcoat on and answer questions <laughs> about about not giving away your information online. So Ask Molly is a cute little article I recommend. Is this one of those advice columns where you've actually read through multiple uh, questions, or is this like you kind of just found this one and latched onto it? No, well, no, I found Ask Molly Hale, and I was really interested. So I found I all a lot. Most of them are completely boring, so I had to find one that could actually mm, like pizzazz. be worth talking yeah. about. Most of them are pretty short, nothing questions. But yeah, so I would encourage anybody who listens to this podcast to reach out to Ask Molly Hale and figure out which color bowel movements are healthy and which ones are not healthy i think that's something she could be really helpful and with. uh if you have something that i mean we're not taking questions yet so absolutely send it to the ritas they need the questions <laughs> so adrian for this week's uh special segment i've brought in a i've honestly i've stolen one of your segments I don't know if we have a rule about that. We both do topical tips. I don't know if I'm allowed to take your wiki why. Well, you, you took my idea. topical tip idea, so I think we're already past that. I think the topical tip was developed together. I think oh. I have a, a Word document where I wrote out the idea of a topical tip and sent it to you. Moving on. All right, so this is my completely new idea. This is called uh, read a list of <laughs> read a list of advice. <laughs> read a sequential list of advice on a wiki site segment. Very cool. So, getting into the read a list of advice on a wiki site segment, it's an article called so on WikiHow. I couldn't find a straight-up article on how to catfish somebody, but there is adjacent topics, and one of them, and there's, I think, like, four to five how to fake having a relationship, but I found how to fake having a boyfriend um, in seven steps. I wrote one of those, and it was really easy. I just said, say that she goes to a different school. I mean, I think that's actually one of the steps, but we'll, we'll jump into <laughs> I it. I mean, that's the, the classic Adrian, thing, right? How would you fake having a boyfriend? What would be your, uh, if you have to... Oh, that's easy for me. Like, help. I would say it's someone from back home. And then, you know, you mm. would, no one's really going to question that hard. Dude, there were people who in high school thought that my actual girlfriend was fake. That's how much of a loser I was. So I guess I'm already prepared <laughs> to have to defend the reality of my um my partner. Because I think it was it was people who I hung out with for my theater class. And um, it was just one of those things where they, like, they were a different friend group. I don't think they ever intersected with her. And so at one point we were all going to the movies and they were like, oh, you should invite your girlfriend. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure, I will. And she couldn't come for some reason or the other. And people were literally like asking me if she was real or not. And I was like, Jesus Christ, I know I suck, but I don't suck that much. You guys like, fuck you. Also, is that a thing anybody got caught for in our high school? What did anybody think? Oh, there's a, that's a good one. Uh, one of my friends, it was the girl that he either had gone to prom with or ended up going to prom with. He did a very sitcom-y thing where uh, we were doing a weekly hangout. And I actually didn't end up going to this one for whatever reason, but I heard about it because it was such a fun, like, fucking mess where his um, cousin was in town. And in order to make this girl jealous, his cousin agreed to pretend to be a romantic partner that he had. And they got caught in the middle of the hangout. Like, someone let it slip that it was fake. And, like, oh, boy, I wish I had been around for that, dude, because that, like... I, I don't like Moses' food, but I would have gobbled up that gossip. You know what I mean? That would have kept me full for the whole night. 
Well, yeah, I mean, that's a good one. If you can, I think that, uh, that might cover it in this article, but if you can find a real 3D person, very helpful. Mm. Yeah, don't use your 2D waifu as your uh, fake boyfriend or girlfriend. Um, oh, anyways, uh, yeah, so to more directly answer your question, yeah, I would just say it's someone from back home, and I don't think that many people in my life would question it. What a sad thing to claim. And then every time you wanted to try to date a girl, it would just seem like you were cheating, which would just double down on the like difficulty and weirdness of it. That's what would it. make it hot. Ooh. Ooh, is it like one of those things like when it rains it pours like <laughs> yeah i think so like have it, faking the girlfriend's gonna help um, you get without girls. a girlfriend adrian's like regular toby mcguire but with a girlfriend he's like spider-man 3 toby mcguire <laughs> who's like walking down the street to a funky song and like twirling girls around and stuff uh i think that's true and i think especially if i pretend i have a boyfriend back home i think there's gonna be plenty of women who try and turn me you know what i mean if i know anything about women and i don't <laughs> that is one of the things women love is tricking gay men okay how to fake having a boyfriend. Do all of your friends have a boyfriend and you don't? Do you always feel left out because your friends are talking about their boyfriend and you have nothing to share? This is the article for you! Exclamation point. Fake having a boyfriend simply and easily. All you have to do is follow the steps below and you will have an imaginary BF. And there's a link, so let me see what imaginary BF links to. Oh, another article called How to Have an Imaginary Boyfriend or Girlfriend. So just a broader article, <laughs> one that teaches you how to have either or. Can I mention something really quick? Yeah. Uh, so like all WikiHow articles, this is rated, and this currently has a rating of 69%. <laughs> 161 votes. And what I think makes that, and 51 co-authors... I want everybody to be it's like a aware goddamn genomics paper. <laughs> fifty-one co-authors. <laughs> that while we're reading this, fifty-one minds have come together <laughs> to create this work of art and one hundred and thirty-three thousand views. Okay, so step one: create basic facts about your boyfriend. What's his name? What does he look like? Where did you meet him? Etc. Etc. Ooh, Adrian. While we run through this, do you want to come up? Should we come up with a fake boyfriend for me or you? Oh yeah, we should do that um one thing that i thought was interesting is that paul how do you feel about people who feel insecure about having met their partner online and so they come up with a fake answer for how they met oh they come up with a meet cute i'm okay with that because i think life should be more exciting i think it's kind of dumb to feel insecure about that i feel like it's so commonplace now like i'm surprised anybody does that at this point like just say tinder like i think the only time i've heard it recently has been like when my grandma asks i can't just say like i met her on grinder or whatever which would be weird (laughs) to meet someone who's female we met at uh <laughs> online no we didn't meet on tinder we met in a no hands allowed anything goes sex party <laughs> at the end of the night she uh she dropped her uh uh the big opera bird mask that she had during the orgy <laughs> and i tried to find the rightful owner of it and i put it on a bunch of people's faces and it didn't fit and then finally <laughs> i found the thotty who who fit the mask but yeah so do we do we want to create the fake boyfriend for me or you oh, let's do it for you okay Create the basic facts about your boyfriend. What's his name? Ooh, I think his name, he would have like a Latin name. He'd be like, he would be like a real, he would have a spicy flair to I him. I think his name is uh, Blade Gun Thunder. <laughs> I think he'd go for a real man's man. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. What does he look like? Okay, so I've already made it clear I find, I find people who look like... Uh, <laughs> 
Kimbo Slice attractive. I so thought maybe we from the uh, BTS one. episode, you find like a uh, very fair uh, Asian man <laughs> attractive. That's also true. I really uh, there's I find a lot of things attractive, Adrian. Oh. There's a lot going on. I'm I'm, de- I'm, I'm a three dimensional person with thoughts and feelings. Blade Gunfunder, yeah. though. He's, he's mostly about having he a big seems more ass. He seems more Kimbo Slice than uh, BTS. Oh, what does he look like? Where did you the... meet him? You met him while you were volunteering at a, a soup kitchen. He was one of the people who needed soup. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sure. <laughs> he's a poor man with Blade a small Gun wallet and a big dick. <laughs> oh, what does he look like? He looks like a... Uh... Yeah, I mean, he he looks like he. Uh, if you don't know what Warhammer 40k is, just Google that. <laughs> he looks like whatever pops up when you Google Warhammer 40k. Mm. And uh, yeah, where did you actually meet him? Where do you want to Where do you want to meet him? I met him when we were both taking the train to work, and I saw him sitting there reading a copy of White Fragility. Mm. Woke and uh, swole. That's usually the combo that I look oh. for. Blade Gun Thunder is he's not just he's not just a piece of Paul, I'll let you know that's actually my two uh Pornhub search terms, woke and swole. (laughs) So I'm liking this already (laughs) for you. Part two. Create an email address for him with hotmail, for example. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's how you fake a person with hotmail. (laughs) That's not at all gonna send up red. This is how you can communicate with your friends. Who are these people who are emailing their friends? Yeah, that is weird. Like, it's not make fake social media profiles with the fake email. Yeah. It's communicate with them directly. Like, just randomly email them out of the blue and be like, hey, I'm dating your friend at Blade Gun Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that, that won't be hard, Hotmail. And I, I personally, I'm going to go for Gmail. I'm going to edit this a little. I wonder why one of the 51 co-authors didn't catch that. It would be easier to recommend they make a Gmail, not a Hotmail. Should we uh, check if uh, Blade Gun Thunder at gmail.com is available? <laughs> or are we going to have to do like some, yeah, uh, we have to do some underscores and stuff? Alright, number three. If possible, get a male friend of yours to impersonate your boyfriend. Have him speak to your friends over the phone. Ooh, Adrian, you're going to have to you're gonna have to beef it up a little. Paul, but... why would I ever talk <laughs> I to your question. friends over the phone? <laughs> what is this scenario? <laughs> well, how else are we going to pretend you're my boyfriend? I, but <laughs> what in what scenario, Paul? If you told me you were dating someone, I wouldn't be like, "Hey, put him on the phone then," <laughs> or at least at the very least, send me an email, Paul. She's <laughs> <laughs> not a good boyfriend, but okay. Yeah, I guess that's true. Um, no, why don't you do like a soundboard thing? So, Blade, who are you most attracted to? The gay, straight men, women, <laughs> folks with disabilities. <laughs> hey. Blade, what do you like to do over the weekend? I drank beer heavily and tried drugs enthusiastically. Hey, Br- Blade, what do you say to what do you say to J.K. Rowling? Ignorant motherfucker. <laughs> Damn straight, Blade. Woke is a joke. Damn, Blade. Is... <laughs> That's why he read uh, White Fragility. Blade's woke. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now we have a voice for Blade, and I can have him call my friends on the phone, which we often do. <laughs> Step oh. four. Make up names for his family and friends. That's fun. I like that. I think Blade's brother would obviously be named Steven. Uh, I think also, I think 
he's he's distant cousins, but the type of distant cousins where they actually spend a lot of time together with Scar from the Lion King. <laughs> okay, he's part lion. <laughs> I like the idea that this this fake this fake boyfriend. It's just like so obvious. Like it just becomes fantastical so quick. <laughs> like you just immediately start claiming that they're like semi magical. They're a semi magical creature. You're like, oh yeah, my boyfriend's actually part centaur. Yeah. And his parents are James and Lily Potter. Love it. Question five. Show off the gifts he bought for you, which you actually bought yourself. Oh god, that's so sad. I think Blade is the type of person who, like, gets you, like, tacky earrings that are, like, where, like, they look like this is the type of earrings, like, a fortune teller from a movie would wear. He tries, so you still like them, even though they're not really your style. You know what I mean? I would show him the Costco-sized uh, package of Magnum condoms that we had to buy. <laughs> Uh, number six come up with a good excuse as to why he can't meet your friends one example of this would be stating that this false boyfriend is homeschooled and that he isn't allowed to go out during the term but the pair of you still date over holidays you can also suggest that you have a long distance relationship going i think that'll be easy blade clearly is a special operator so he's spending a lot of blades in the cia so he can't really be meeting too many people uh blade is still recovering from his uh penis in smallman surgery (laughs) so he's in the hospital bro (laughs) it's still much bigger than average i do want to be clear (laughs) i want to be very clear it's still a fucking hunter (laughs) jesus and number seven, stage a breakup. That's so sad. <laughs> Why would you? Wait, what's the whole point then? Oh, I guess the whole point is for you to eventually get a real boyfriend, right? Or what's what's the end game here? Yeah, I think the end game is because you're jealous that they have stories about being with their boyfriends. You want to be part of the social camaraderie. <sighs> Before you do this, come up with a reason why and who initiated it. Opt for something believable. Example, your boyfriend cheated on you. <laughs> Which is believable because you're a piece of shit. <laughs> you may want to consider moping around for a few days yeah just (laughs) what i love about WikiHow is that they really don't shy away from like the being a completely manipulative human being (laughs) in their (laughs) in their answer Uh, (laughs) if you want to consider uh anxiously checking your phone for messages every 10 minutes um yeah yeah i'll i'll certainly make sure to do that but i don't know if blade would ever leave me but i mean i guess i have to follow these steps Blade decided to become a nun, and so (laughs) he had to pledge himself to God. (laughs) The world's best nun. He's actually the uh, basis of the Netflix series Warrior Nun. (laughs) Oh, these Q&As are pretty fun. How often do you think this happens? Because presumably by the number of editors, and I mean, obviously this is targeted towards like a high school aged girl, but... Per the number of editors yeah. and views, this must be something people are doing semi-frequently. Is <laughs> just creating fake significant others. And I guess that, that like tracks with like the maturity of a high schooler. But it's just like... Isn't that worrying? So much about our modern world is worrying. But this is just one more to add on to the pile of like, what what's going on? Before we get into the psychology of this, I think the warnings are also good. Can I give you this one really quick? Okay, about um, Blade always be realistic don't say he's a famous rock star with a huge mansion say something more like he's a good guitarist and his house is big tone it down while you're talking about blade uh, wait what, what are you seeing now is there oh is that the questions and answers 
<laughs> I got past the questions and answers. I'm at the warnings now. <laughs> it might be a good idea to buy a boy sweatshirt to look as though your boyfriend let you wear it. Dude, it's this is such good advice. <laughs> it's so good. Sweatshirts, that's the problem. <laughs> this is, right? This is, like, what? what is WikiHow like? I think they're, like, a truly neutral advice giver i think more than any advice column wiki how is truly neutral they're chaotic and neutral you know i never got i don't i don't get that D D map thing but I, yeah i guess that's what we're going for things you'll need they have a list of things you'll need a good friend who's a boy check a picture of a guy who you and your friends don't know check a computer with internet i can totally do this uh-huh. i can fake having a boyfriend you've got all the ingredients for this recipe all right, Paul, uh, that seems like good advice to all of our audience. Uh, big facts, no cap. Let's wrap it up. Big fact. Um, lying is cool. Getting caught isn't. That, that's all I have to say. My no cap is, uh, you know, if you're going to date online or really in person as well, it doesn't really matter. Pick a number of red flags that you're willing to deal with and like set that threshold before you ever actually like talk to somebody. Like before you talk to anybody, set it as like, three red flags and i'm out just do like a three strike rule i think, I think these people are too be stupid off. to recognize red flags but that's that's a nice thought yeah, yeah yeah i think sometimes they recognize them and they ignore them so that's what i'm saying set a hard limit yeah i guess i i wonder if these people if they were thinking rationally enough to do that would be in the situation at all but and now for the big reveal and twist of the episode it hasn't really been me the whole time oh shit tools <laughs> off scooby-doo mask nah that was um we're having a little fun i'm just joshing around with you <laughs> we're just getting me. a little bit kooky at the end you know <laughs> now that we've been serious this whole time we're getting a little bit kooky at the end just get a little kooky all right bye adrian all right dude i'll see you next week Price. I got it. I make my own money, so I spend it.